0: Welcome, welcome (laughs) to TBA, a.k.a. Trying Basically Anything, which is a podcast with me, Andrew, and this guy. Me, Nick. Yeah, and we're uh, doing this for the second time, the repeat. Number two. Episode two of TBA, and I mean, the name I think is pretty self-explanatory, but... I say that just to set up that I'm going to explain it. I like the name. Trying basically anything because it's a podcast about new experiences. Uh, And it started where Nick and I were just going to show each other something that the other person liked. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Nick, I was my idea and Nick liked it. And then Nick pointed out that pretty soon we'll probably run out of things that both (laughs) we're passionate about that the other person doesn't know that we're passionate about or doesn't know anything about. I still think there's going to be some other things that we might be surprised because yeah. we, we have a lot of things that we do when we're not hanging out that aren't the things that we do together. But we're expanding it at Nick's suggestion, which I like, to all sorts of new experiences, anything we haven't tried before or don't know about or aren't into. So in the future, we might you know go to events, go to classes, conferences, uh go to what about concerts that would be cool yeah go to a concert of a band we've never i actually love doing that
1: like, one thing oh sorry, continue. Aim no, I, <laughs> I was just
0: i was literally just gonna say i love doing it and a lot of times that happens just when i go to a show where i love a band that's like one band on the list and then the other bands like sometimes you find one of them one's like okay and then the next one you're like oh my gosh it's my new favorite band
1: yeah so <laughs> it'd be
0: fun to go to a concert like for a popular band but we've never listened to their music and see what it's like. So yeah, yeah. Lots of things. Next fe- week we might we might try food. <laughs> yeah.
1: A future idea and I'm only saying it now because at the moment we can't do it because of covid is still mm. happening is um I love going to conventions mm. but the one thing I have never done in all my conventions is actually cosplay. Oh. So I think uh I would try, like to try I-
0: I've never cosplayed at a con either. Yeah, I, uh, I want to yeah. go
1: full makeup and everything once. We just one time want to try it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be fun actually, actually fully going for it and putting the work in. Like yeah. maybe even like talking to people who do it and being like, what are some tips and like finding a costume we can actually make. That's a fun idea. Let's get back to the stuff that we actually tried this week, that we picked for each other. I picked for you uh, the concept of Twitch, Yeah. because you kept telling me when I would say I was going to stream on Twitch that I've never known what that is, really. (laughs) And I was like, well, that sounds like something that would work for this. (laughs) Uh, And then for for me, you picked... Uh, the
1: pilot episode of sons of anarchy which was one of my favorite shows oh it's it... over oh yeah it ended because oh, my... you said it
0: was what was one of my favorite shows i said did it get really bad later
1: oh no no it just uh it just it ended in i believe 2014
0: yeah it looks like it is seven seasons that's pretty awesome i didn't realize it started as long ago as 2008 that seems insane to me
1: because mm-hmm. um it already has a spin-off show now oh really Yeah, it is. um, It' nothing to do with any of the characters from the original show. It's just in universe.
0: Mayans is that they're a gang? I know that because that was referenced in the the episode that I watched.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, uh, it's. I think Mayans MC actually. I should watch it, but I've only seen a handful of episodes. Not that I wasn't interested. I just, um, I know I wasn't. I wasn't like you know truly invested in. I probably will revisit it because. Oh
0: wow! And it already has three seasons.
1: Did not know that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I dude. said it was
1: on two. But, um, yeah, well, they got a new season,
0: basically, now. Yeah,
1: yeah basically, it's... Um, Since the Anarchy is about a motorcycle gang, and Mines is just a spin-off of another motorcycle gang, but it's in the same universe of these fictional motorcycle gangs.
0: Interesting. All it right. guess,
1: so. originally, a, trivial, a little trivia before we start, sure. um, the creator, Kurt, uh, Kurt Sutter, I believe that's his name, he originally, I think he originally wanted it to be the Hell's Angels a real life biker gang but because that's a real life biker gang and they have chapters around like all across America each chapter would have to unanimously vote yes on that to, for them to use their name so that's the main
0: reason why they couldn't use the name uh Hell's Angels they had to so he came up with the name Sunday uh, the banner so he was going to just like just base it off that name which is very famous
1: yeah it's um, it's. Uh, I don't. It's still. I think. I don't know. I can't speak for the gang, but it, it's it's a violent gang. But I don't think they're as violent as they once were. But I am not a hundred percent.
0: Interesting. Well, let's get into it, dude. I'm just excited to talk about it. Sorry to keep you from no going further. I just. I'm. I'm but, uh, into you what like to start
1: happen. on your experience or would you like me to start?
0: I think last time you started. So I'll start this time. Not that it cool. really matters, but why no, not? not really? <laughs> <laughs> but why not? I'll start. So the this is a great example of something where uh, you, you recommended it to me many times over the last bunch of years. And I always went, you know, I should give that a try. I've heard it's very good. Nick says it's very good. And I had a bit of a mental block because I thought, There must be something to this that makes it more interesting, but I'm not too drawn to just watching the escapades of a biker gang. (laughs) Just like the wrestling we did last week, it's something that as a kid probably would have made me go like, yeah, but I just thought, how many different things can you do with a biker gang that drives around and does stuff? And they packed so much into the first episode that I went, I was like, wow. There's got to be a lot to the show that I didn't expect because... And I kind of knew that, but I still mm. was like, I couldn't... Sometimes, you know, when you you hear the n- name of a, a movie or a show or you hear the synopsis or you, or you see the poster, whatever it is, you might get a good amount of information, sort of, but you kind of say... You can't picture what that would look like over, like, seven seasons. Yeah. Like, I, I sometimes go... In, in my head, I guess I just don't have the imagination that the writers have for that topic or something. Or just I'm thinking about it and you can't fathom it. So you just kind of go like, it sounds like it'd be boring because what are they going to do? They're going to ride here. They're <laughs> going to talk. They're going to ride here. They're going to do this. They're going to ride here. And so it's just like, I just couldn't picture what would be so exciting about it. But I'm glad you finally made me watch it. Okay. I was, I knew, <laughs> I think you had said that it was pretty brutal or it had like some realistic, you might've said that, or I might've just gotten the impression or heard that before that it had like some pretty aggressive, like depictions of violence or other mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was still pretty shocked by it Um because I don't know, I guess I hadn't watched something that brutal in a while where they just showed stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like I hadn't watched that. So in the beginning, I mean, it's one of those things where it's funny in the beginning of the show, they, they like start where there's the Mayans actually you hear them reference right away because mm-hmm. it's they're the Mexican-American gang not the main gang and they break into this warehouse and start sealing like hundreds of of guns which I assume are illegal firearms I don't know oh yeah uh, I would assume right and then um, so, yeah it's illegal <laughs> right well you would think um they did I don't think anyone said <laughs> that but it's just sort of like I see it boxes full of guns in a warehouse. I assume illegal unless it's a gun warehouse. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So like they basically torch the place. There's women are hiding beneath the building. I did not expect to see their charred bodies. I guess that was the first thing. Usually when they show like kind of two kind of helpless victims in a scene, even if it's an R rated or M -M A rated thing, it's like you, you might even show them getting, Killed or something, but you usually don't just like long pan on their dead bodies, unless it's like as you always. You're famous for referencing SVU, um, <laughs> unless it's something <laughs> like that kind of show, procedural drama. In which case, it never looks that realistic, in my opinion, for TV. But mm-hmm. this is like you know, this is like high quality TV. You know what I mean? Like FX. Oh yeah, so it, it. was pretty yeah, realistic. FX, yeah. <laughs> and, and and so that kind of got me. And then as the show kept going on, I was really immediately hooked into the story, which immediately I knew this must be a good, well-written show, well acted, all that stuff, because I'm not naturally just excited about watching a bunch of biker gang people like talk and stuff. Not like intuitively, Mm -hmm. but I was very interested and overall really liked the episode really don't have much negative to say about the acting or the writing or anything like that. It was really good. I think what I, the only thing that made it a little hard to watch was I wasn't ready for some of the things that they got into or how brutally that they depicted it. Like um, um the main character.
1: Uh, uh, Jax. This?
0: Oh, Jax. Yeah. Yeah. Him, like, he sounds yeah. like he's in a ps4 game uh or ps2 i mean like a i know all the guy's name so <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking of jack and daxter he's like a combination of that jack
1: ja- yeah jackson but yeah the, he goes by jacks
0: <laughs> um so or i guess a non-video game just the game of jacks but anyway uh yeah. <laughs> so he he goes into this you know this place this uh a convenience store and like gets I, well, I don't know, cigarettes and there's this children's book that she gives him uh that he was looking at. I guess that's a setup for something that like didn't really get like unless it's just referencing that uh his girlfriend was pregnant. Do you know if that's what it was yeah, or yeah, if his there's girlfriend...
1: more to it. Oh no, yeah, his girlfriend's pregnant. Yeah, that's because he's about to become a father.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things where they set it up so early and I went, why are they making a big deal about this adult who wants to read a children's book? Like this is going to turn into some weird thing. No, and now I understand it just made sense cuz his girlfriend was pregnant, and he was going to have a baby. They show yeah. the girlfriend I thought miscarrying like a drug-induced miscarriage when she's bleeding and she's s- strung out on the oh, drugs. Oh yeah,
1: because um yeah, she's she's a complete drug addict.
0: Yeah, I, I I thought that they were just showing her like having miscarried the baby, so I was pretty freaked out to just have that scene like immediately. But mm-hmm. as we find out later in the episode, uh, at least for now, because I I only haven't watched that first episode, but at least for now the baby sur- survived, which little mm-hmm. improbable based on how they said the percentage chances of the baby living and what and how brutal it was when she like I don't think she OD'd, did she, or did she just? Get really drugged out. I'm not sure in that scene.
1: Um, I I didn't. I don't know when the last time the episode, was you watched the when, pilot. <laughs> yeah. Did um his mom did. Did she interfere? I don't want to spoil if you can want to continue It's at the no. end
0: of this episode. It's at the end of the pilot. She does. But that's not when this happens. Oh, yeah. That's at the end, which was also a shocking scene. Yeah, um, yeah. She gives yeah. him
1: her drugs because mm-hmm. she, she wants, <laughs> the mother
0: wants her to die. <laughs> which is horrible. It's generally yeah. a horrible but very good show. It connected emotionally for sure. But it's not like I'm like, oh, this is like my life, you know? Like oh, I, yeah, I can no. relate to everything in it. But it was really eye-opening and cool to get a look into that life, which is definitely realistic depictions of people who would be in that kind of situation. I was just unhappy watching certain parts; like it was so <laughs> upsetting that I was upset. Yeah. But not that's not a knock on the show, you know. That just means like they did a really good job, and I just wasn't quite prepared for the emotional intensity of it mm-hmm. and some of the like shock value. But it was really good. I, and the funny thing is too, um, I, I'm curious. You had asked uh, if I could figure out who was your favorite character in the Um, pilot.
1: Also, that might be a bit unfair because if you have a guess, it's cool. But I don't think this character was shown too much in the pilot.
0: Oh, well, then I don't know. Because the (laughs) one I was going to guess was based on the ones that were pretty much in the pilot. So
1: I I think this person gets more more screen time as the show progresses but i kind of forgot like wait was this per i'm saying person just to keep you guessing um like, i'm not sure if uh right. if they had a ton to do in the pilot actually because it's it's been a while since i've seen the pilot
0: well i don't know oh god a giant spoiler god what oh i'm googling oh the oh, whole you... show was just ruined for me oh seriously yeah i'm pretty pissed I was just Googling Sons of Anarchy cast. I should never do it. Uh, I should never do it. But the whole thing is spoiled for me, and I'm really pissed because I was ready to dive in to this seven-season show. Uh, I might still watch it because I'm sure it's that good. I think like a is...
1: spider popped up in your screen. You're sick
0: Sorry. No, I was just so mad. I was what was just...
1: the spoiler?
0: I don't want to say because it was spoiler for everyone who watches it. Uh, I'm sad. I'm sad that I Googled it. I don't like spoilers. You know me. I'm pretty picky about spoilers. So I really don't like to know how a whole show ends. Yeah, that's I get like, you. That's rough. Um, that's like for a lot of people, they'd be like, if they knew how Lost ended, they'd be like, oh, I'm not going to waste years of my life watching this show. Um, because I I actually think the ending of Lost, I agree with most people that it's pretty sucky. Problem is, oh, I think. Oh,
1: the- crap. I just, like, I Googled that myself and I saw what first came up.
0: Oh, Oh, for sons of anarchy. Yeah. But you know, the ending of lost, right? Yeah. That's a cultural thing. I figured you'd know that. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that came up and I was just like, why would they, when you look for the cast, why would that show up Google? Why? Like that's nothing to do with it. So I don't know. Like you, you should, I feel like Google should, well, I I'm someone, I'm someone who wants the world to revolve around my dislike of spoilers. (laughs) Because <laughs> I know it does. No, I
1: would be very angry if I saw that too. But uh, I, I won't say any more other than that, just because. Sure. Anyway. Sorry, people who have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and
0: sorry, people that I kind of flipped out there. But that well, was my visceral reaction too. to reading something that happens at the end of the show. I'm very still intrigued by the show. I will. <laughs> that came in. Sorry, that was so abrupt. That came in the middle of me just talking about the cast, and I was like, oh my god. Um, but anyway. Who I was going to guess, (laughs) because I just really thought, oh, I I didn't even know if you like this actor, but I was just like, I've never seen him in like too many things other than Hellboy and Men in Black three, Ron Perlman's character, Clay. I like his character. He's not my favorite character. Gotcha. I I just thought like it's not like he blew my mind in the first episode, but he was very good. And I was like, it's cool to see him in other stuff because I haven't
1: and without makeup.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> one of the other things he's known for, if not that, is a 1980s version of Beauty and the Beast, which looks horrifying. Have you ever seen that?
1: I saw a photo of him. His of that.
0: makeup for it is absurd, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it looks like I, I almost spoiled the end of another thing, a movie. <laughs> but I will say, um, oh, apparently George R.R. Martin made this, he tried to make a more sexual Beauty and the Beast, so he made this TV show in the 80s. Wow. That's, that's what everyone was looking for, a more sexual version of Beauty mm, and the Beast. Yeah, with the guy who's, who's half animal, yeah. And that's what everyone wants. <laughs> everyone likes that. Okay, moving on. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, my overall impression of the show was, uh, and, and, you know, again, in order to talk about, you know, the, the whole thing, you kind of need to say what happens in the plot. You know, it would be hard for me to talk about this.
1: Also, um, just a okay. heads up. If you do want to continue watching the show, don't Google the cast because this show is in some ways, kind of like game of Thrones where some characters don't get attached to.
0: Mm. Right. That makes a lot of sense. So that being said, I overall thought the show was great. I thought the main character I initially was like Jack's the actor. I was like I don't I, I not don't feel immediately connected to him just because I don't know. It you know what it is? He is from the Brad Pitt school of looking hot <laughs> and also happening to be a good actor because I feel like he's a really good actor based on the pilot. I was like, wow, he's, he's got a depth of emotion here, but he has like hunkish looks that just make me like, assume he's not gonna have enough depth to him. But that's a bias that I'm learning to get rid of because obviously physical attractiveness doesn't actually have anything <laughs> to do with your acting skills. The only reason I think it's a stereotype is because you can get hired in Hollywood if you're a model, a lot of the time. yeah, Like good looks, people do cast be- like good looks because they know it'll make people watch. Mm-hmm. But with the case of actors like Brad Pitt or or in the, what's the name of this actor? I don't know. I don't want to look up actors to see oh, more spoilers. Uh,
1: Charlie Hunnam.
0: <laughs> Charlie Hunnam. In, yeah. in his case, it's like-
1: He was uh, in Pacific Rim. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Uh,
0: I did see that. I didn't recognize him from. actually now I can think of him from it. Um, I was mixing him up, I think with the bad guy from um, uh, Logan. I don't know who that actor is. Oh,
1: that's um, Holland something. Yeah, I know. He kind of similar looks like him. A
0: little bit. Just in the, maybe only in that movie because of the the hairstyle and the facial hair. Yeah. But he doesn't look exactly the same.
1: Charlie Hunnam's actually British. And it's Mm. funny. There's a few times you notice throughout the series, his accent kind of spills out a bit.
0: Oh, really? Interesting. Interesting.
1: Um, But yeah. another fun trivia fact was um have you ever heard of the show called undeclared
0: i have heard of it i don't yeah. know anything about it was
1: um well after freaks and geeks uh mm. jed apatow did another one but it was about college and charlie hunnam was in that with seth Rogen, um jay brad Bercherell? I can never get his name right and it's it's oh, just Baruchel? Yeah, Baruchel, that's there, there we go yeah it's hard and name. um it's just funny that they're all in that and um also, have you ever seen that? Sorry, keep switching things. You ever seen the movie um, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall?
0: You've asked me that about 40 times. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is still no. Oh, not, a, not a spoiler. I've but... also not seen there's something about Mary. <laughs> just to cover my bases.
1: But you're, you're aware that Russell Brand's in that, right? Yes. Originally, because Jason Siegel wrote that movie, he wrote that. Role, Russell Brand role for Charlie Hunnam, but Charlie Hunnam ro- turned it down because interesting they were, fr- they were friends. They met
0: on that show. Ah, I mean, they're both British, but otherwise those are two very different actors from yeah. what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been a very different thing. Um, so yeah, the going to the rest of the show, I don't have, it's one of those things where sometimes something is so good that, and I really, I'm glad you showed it to me because it was very good. And I can just tell if I get sucked in, then the story it's gonna be good. And it makes me think I really should take the time to get into those shows that people have been telling me to watch for years that came out around this similar time, which was like the golden age of T V kind of started, you know, with mm-hmm. breaking bad and stuff like that. Oh yeah. All the AMC FX shows, like all those kind of other networks that weren't like, you know, kind of primetime cable TV or whatever. They weren't like the the main cable. They were those additional channels and I didn't have them. So I was like, people are into it and I'd kind of like to be watching, but I'm not. And then eventually they came out on streaming services and then the hype had kind of died because it was over. Mm -hmm. So I would always be like, well, I could get into it, but I wish I had been able to get into those shows when people were talking about them, which I did manage to do with some shows like Daredevil, for example. I had a lot of people around me who were into it at the time and talking about it. So I was able to like be excited. Same with Stranger Things, of course, all the Netflix stuff I was able to get into because I had Netflix, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have AMC or FX or that kind of stuff. So I was like, "Uh, I wish. So this has made me think, you know, I maybe starting with Sons of Anarchy. I need to take the plunge and watch those shows that I didn't have access to. Because they're really good, from what I can tell, they're some of the best TV, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so that's that's basically my thoughts. Something that's so good that I don't have a ton to say about it because I don't have a lot of nitpicks. It was more my emotional response because I wasn't like totally ready for it, but I loved it. I was hooked, and I was like, I could, I definitely want to see what happens with these characters.
1: Yeah, it um, it it, it definitely gets dark
0: too. Mm, have to imagine because it already was dark
1: (laughs) yeah because uh there's some uh, if i remember there's some upcoming episodes that get wow
0: (laughs) and i'm sort of like excited for that but also not excited because you know what i mean like yeah when you know it's coming you're sort of like wincing like ah this is gonna be hard to watch but also it's gonna be good
1: (laughs) yeah basically um i guess when pitching the show which it is this is Hamlet on motorcycles, where it's the story of Hamlet. If you're familiar with that at all,
0: yeah, that that makes sense. And also, uh, well, a couple other quick thoughts because I, 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 I generally just really liked it, and I wish I had more details, but you, I just pretty much liked the whole thing. Yeah.
1: Do, you want me, do you want me to tell you who my favorite character was?
0: Oh yeah, who's your favorite character? Uh,
1: it's, it, I'm not sh- again. I'm not sure if I'll say it's he who was in it too much, but it was Opie.
0: I don't remember. He was the really names. big
1: guy with a beard.
0: Oh, no, he was in it a lot. And he would have been my pick that I thought you would have liked. Oh, wait, he's not the same guy. I was picturing a different guy. He, I don't think was in it very much. The oh, guy, Bobby. I'm thinking of the bigger guy with a oh, bigger beard. <laughs> Bobby. Yeah.
1: Bobby Elvis.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, so that's some t- but yeah, uh, that's what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> I thought he was cool too. I, I think he, was he a just good has character. A, he has like a, there's something about that actor, um, who I don't, uh, what is it? Uh, he was in the
1: market. He Boone. was, yeah, he was an episode of the Mandalorian.
0: Oh, that's where I know him from. Yes. Thank you. Uh, cause I only watch the most popular <laughs> mainstream TV. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I think that like, that's that's that character I liked because he has this almost relatable energy where you, you can imagine that you have someone like him in your social circle who even like when he's there's the fight fight the boxing match which mm-hmm. I like that scene because it showed like these are people who are volatile and dangerous even with each other but then they also have a brotherhood and a camaraderie and he breaks it up and he's like hug it out hug it out that's I really actually,
1: enjoyed that uh, that's that's weird but that's actually a really realistic thing about a, one of those gangs is that right. They they are that towards each other, but there is a very strong bond towards each other.
0: Yeah. And I when I was younger, there was this I remember learning about this, uh it was because I, I, I you know, I grew up um raised watching mostly Christian programming, <laughs> as I've told you before. So uh part of why I hadn't been exposed to as much stuff uh that other people have been that you might have been growing up watching TV and movies, I assume pretty much. Most things, yeah, but uh, <laughs> but I I learned about this Christian biker gang in some direct to video kids show, and they were this, they were like they were like it like like they looked like rough tough bikers but they would just go around and give people bibles and like help the homeless and like uh-huh. give, <laughs> just go to church pull up with their motorcycles to church it was just hilarious because that was my only like they had all the same stuff where they had like the camaraderie but they're mm-hmm. not having like boxing matches like in underground like facilities yeah.
1: it's like it is <laughs> no but there are there are bike clubs that are, are like that like i right. remember uh there's this uh Film, I think it's either Dirty Grandpa or Bad Grandpa. It's the one- those are two movies. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's the one with um the guy from Jackass, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, he's in makeup, and because- that's Bad Grandpa. Oh, that's Bad Dirty Grandpa.
0: Dirty Grandpa is a sad Robert De Niro yeah. feature.
1: <laughs> from what <laughs> I've seen, have you seen that one at all? Or no, I have not. Because there is, it's in the sport. There is a scene where, um, because. They're they're fooling people with the makeup and stuff. They're actually filming like real life people's reaction to what they're doing. And then there is this biker gang that like helps like uh like ch- like kids and stuff who like bad upbringings or something like that. Or like it's very sweet. And what they do is this they're all these are actors. This guy brings his son to this uh bar or a, a thing, and um he just treats him like crap these bikers who like who want to help and protect kids and he's just pissing off these like big badass bikers to like the point where i guess um they really really to really get him angry this one biker takes off his cut and that's a sign all gang like those biker club gangs where if you take your, your cut because it's very symbolic and very important to them. You're not officiated with the club. And so you're going to get your ass kicked. So like, he got him so angry. He was going to beat the hell out of this actor for acting like um, his son, like being really treating him poorly.
0: <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, I, I I thought of something that I did want to talk about, because a lot of the <laughs> stuff, again, it was just a, just a drama, just really good. And I was like, wow, I'm sucked into this story, but nothing really like, things shocked me The stuff I talked about that was really like violent or they also show like have a long pan on the corpses of the, the, the Mexican gang. Like when they like just kill them all, you know, oh, they gotta uh, get revenge. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's stuff like that. Um, but oh my gosh. Um, Oh, uh, two things that I thought really surprised me in a cool way. One, I guess I'm not too surprised because this is how it's usually handled in like modern TV, but I thought it was done in a non- pandery and really well written interesting way in my is that they have this it's a show about a demographic that's not usually what people are focusing on these days a bunch of white dudes who are bikers like and and i don't know if they get into racism very much the the they 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 i think they call the mexican the mayans like which I don't know how I'm even saying that. And I'm like, I don't know how uh, offensive that term is. So that might get bleeped out. Well, uh,
1: <laughs> it is. Um, well, that comes definitely a factor in few, few episodes, but it, the race does have a factor in the gangs hmm. a lot. And truthfully, some gangs like that are pretty racist.
0: Of course, I well not all I'm sure, but I would assume no, not that all it, because I would assume a good of them yeah, a good amount of them are because
1: <laughs> I don't want to like discredit all biker games because some biker gangs are like really good like like they're like the ones you were talking about that, that that's just a wholesome biker game but some biker gangs like the, the extreme ones yeah they're pretty racist
0: oh totally so anyway again I, I, I'm looking I'm googling to see if, how offensive that term is it sounded to me being not. Educated about like specifically terms for Mexican-Americans was like and Hispanic people was like it sounded like almost like a TV term where they're like, we don't want to like say a super offensive word in the pilot. So we're going to still make them sound like maybe racist, but not uh, throw like a really bad term. I could be wrong about that.
1: Well, um, I think it's still on a network show, so they have to like they're not allowed to swear, but regularly. Is that true? Yeah, this is did FX. this show? So I FX is not like AMC? Well, here's the thing. I think currently they are allowing swear words and like stuff like that, but when this was aired, I don't think they were oh, allowed.
0: Oh, like 2008 when it started. Maybe yeah. later in the show. I don't,
1: I don't think they drop an F-bomb at all throughout this whole series.
0: Interesting. I almost thought they did, but maybe I imagined it because I just believed that it would happen. <laughs> they, they got maybe close to, but I don't think they did. Which is funny because in a PG thirteen movie, you could say it twice, and once yeah. if you use it in a non or a sexual context. Oh so- yeah,
1: because I remember uh, this sh- uh, show Adam's doing Everything, where they do that, where they they can allow like the uh, F word like once, but like if it's a sexual contact, it's rated R. But I guess this is true. If it's like um, they said, like if it's like a sexual contact to another man, it's NC seventeen. Still. Yeah. I don't no. know if it's still that today. I don't know if that's still that today, but when that episode Adams ruins everything aired, that they they said oh that's NC17. Oh my god. It's weird because they even joked about that. It's like uh, the Dark Knight the Dark Knight had um insane murders and in a like a guy who had a bomb in his stomach, but that was rated PG-13 and like this like uh like I think the proposal don't quote me on this was rated R because it dropped like two F-bombs. Wow. So it's a like, different levels of the violence is rated R and PG-13, which makes no sense.
0: Trust me. I watched a movie in college and this was back when I was still a lot more either squeamish or also just like more offended by rated movies. But we were pretty much forced, unless we said like, hey, in front of everyone, I want to leave the class. I'm uncomfortable. We were basically forced to watch in college uh, in a class that I took a movie. I think it's called this. I want to watch it. I actually put it on the list because I thought it was absolutely fascinating. It's called This Film is Not Yet Rated. It's a 2006 documentary film about the MPAA like about the rating system and like who controls it. And it's oh, like, that's cool. investigative and it's about all of the insanity of why is something rated this and not that. And it makes no sense. And they explain oh, wow. why. Yeah. I'm putting it on our, on our, uh, on our list of movies to watch. Cause that is pretty interesting. I had
1: the same experience in college. That's where I really wanted to walk out. Uh, we were watching uh, lady in the water and just because it was so bad, I just really wanted to walk out.
0: <laughs> so it wasn't because of uh, you were offended, but I was, it was offended artistically.
1: I was offended because it, it was a terrible film.
0: <laughs> Isn't I, that considered like an art film? Am I crazy?
1: To who? I don't. I don't I, know who. I could be
0: wrong. I might be thinking of a different, um, similar title. Because that's a Shyamalan. Maybe the I'm not... made
1: Shyamalan movie.
0: I don't know that that is necessarily what I'm thinking of. I think I'm thinking of a different, uh, film that has like lady or water or something. Uh, Oh wait, am I thinking of, I might be thinking of the movie, the tree of life. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Totally I different
1: kind of movie. Out. It was kind of big, but I never really That one's it. like, an, that one's
0: like an experimental art film. I was not thinking of lady in the water. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, Okay, moving on. So anyway, I, I just thought that whole um, ratings thing was fascinating, and I I guess that explains some of the terms they use that seemed like euphemisms for swears. And I went, really? On a show like this, they're going to pull punches with that, but they're not going to pull punches with the insane violence and like and like showing like a surgery on like a newborn and like showing all these gruesome things. But they're gonna kind of mute the swearing a little bit but that makes a lot of sense if yeah if it was at the time they were still had more of a lock on that um so yeah
1: yeah it's very weird how like some things like oh you can't show that but you can't show that i mean and but you can't say that you know
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so anyway that's just interesting to me um i just wanted to throw throw that out there um because it's interesting. There's 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 the whole thing with ratings, and and I kind of expected this show to be more brutal in that the language category, but it certainly made up for it in other areas, <laughs> uh, mostly violence. So uh, yeah, I'll overall love the show. The thing, the last thing I was going to comment on was the scene at the end with the uh, the Elvis whole scene cracked me up. Um, the, just just the 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 guy who was playing. Well there was multiple Elvises <laughs> who were but the guy um John John Briones I think is his name mm-hmm. he played the Asian Elvis. Oh yeah they they beat him up right. And he was just the that actor I haven't seen him in anything else I don't think. He was hilarious and and just he was like doing an Elvis is it was it was actually hilariously uh, ridiculous. Because he was literally like doing an Elvis impression while he's being beaten up, like <laughs> oh, <yeah, forget laughs> he was going that. like, "Oh please, oh uh, don't hurt!" Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and it just cracked me up. It was in such a serious show with so many like, like dark moments. You really have to lighten it with something, and that was a pretty hilarious like lightening moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, they ha- they have that a lot throughout the show where it's like it's dark, but then they have like funny moments like that.
0: Mm. Yeah, it, it just really, I just really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts. I'm definitely interested in watching the rest of it. And I'm nice. glad you, well, you've already recommended it to me many times, but I'm glad through the podcast, I was able to finally get myself to actually watch it. So Sweet. thank you. <music> All right. Now, I gave you such a strange uh, thing to get in or to, to to experience because it is a whole platform of yeah. media and it's unusual for someone who hasn't done it. So what was your experience with Twitch?
1: Well, um, it, it's a little hard in to, because um, I don't think I have much, it, even though it's a big platform, I don't think I have much to talk about it, but I'll try my best to okay. because the thing about it is um, I'm not a big gamer. And yeah. so when going into it, I was like, "Eh," because the thing about games for me is like, I like playing games. I have no problem. I like. I have to. I probably play more games like those like stupid games on your phone, mobile games, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Then I actually play like uh, uh, like you know, Counter Strike or uh, Smash Bros or anything like that. Sure, but like I still like playing them. But like, I'll be honest, I really could. I could play, uh a game for like maybe four hours and not pick it up for like a four months. I really could do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've gotten that impression from you because we've talked about games that I've been into or that like our friends have been into and you've been like, man, I want to get that game. Yeah. And then you will. And then I don't hear you pl- talk about playing it much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they talk about it the first day and then I don't hear you talk about it after that. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
1: um, and I'll go back to it. Like again, mm. like uh, it's weird. I just go in phases where I, I'm in the mood to play. Like, I'm I, I had my full for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. And my biggest issue with, with doing Switch, Switch, <laughs> uh, well, I have a Switch, but Close. uh, Twitch, yeah, is yeah. watching it. And it's like, oh, my first thoughts, first thoughts, my final thoughts. So, this <laughs> is my first thoughts were just watching it a guy play a video game most of the time, and even going into it, it's like, this is a little mind-numbing, because it's like, um it, well, part of the problem was, it was Apex Legends, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I what... did
1: not know what the game was about at all. Then mm-hmm. I got into it, so, oh, okay, it's pretty simple. It's like a fighter game, which I like those type of games. they're fun. And first thoughts were like, um... I And I... to
0: clarify for the audience, I just wanted to clarify um that um you watched me yes stream on twitch playing apex legends with two of my friends so just adding that clarification so that you know but yeah. in this case uh because of the stream that you ended up watching um well you go into it i don't want to yeah. take away yeah. from <laughs> well i have
1: to admit um it was nice watching it but i was just saying think- that you you yeah. knew the people
0: who were you know? yeah. yeah. I
1: think the fun of it was just like listening to you guys talk about it. And I just think that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. But um, the, the problem was like, okay, I, I kind of wanted to dive a little deeper into it. So it's like, what makes this Twitch special? So I looked into other things. Like I watched um, other YouTube videos and stuff about it too. <laughs> and one of the things I realized, it, even though it's mainly video games, other people just do it to talk to other people and communicate. So yep. then I got to thinking, this isn't just about like, oh, this guy's playing a video game. We're just watching. It's like that That seems mind-numbing. It's more about like kind of bringing people together. And especially in COVID, I think that's like, this is like the perfect time to do that because people can't visit other people, video games. And it's just not about friends. Cause um, obviously we talked about it. I'm a big wrestling fan. Yeah. Some wrestlers actually do that and that then i realized this is kind of cool you're kind of interacting with um like pe- like, a, like a people you know or people you're fans of and that's kind of cool like you're talking to them it's like yeah you, get, yeah you get their first reactions about stuff and they're asking you questions and stuff and you're asking them questions and stuff like that one of them and also one of them this uh he's a former wrestler her name was Paige, not a real mm-hmm. name just
0: oh yeah
1: name <laughs> Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I was watching a thing and she wasn't even streaming a game. What she was doing, which is very entertaining, was she was watching wrestling botches, which is a botch is you perform a move but you did it poorly to the point where you could see the error. Like you can see that like a drop kick where it hit nobody or like this, it just looks bad. And it was fun to see her reactions to it. And it was just very enjoyable. Like people asking her questions and stuff like that. And so then I realized, uh, I think I took this a little too harshly just because, um, I just thought like, oh, it's just a guy playing a video game. It's like this is boring, but it's like not just that. It's like it's a lot more to that. Like it's kind of even helping people out who want to play the game and not know how to do it too. Like I do admit, when uh, I was watching you guys, I had no idea what the game was about.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was even and and when it. the first thing that I noticed when you popped in was uh, I didn't because I was watching the game and I I'm still learning because I've I've been streaming for like. Pretty, pretty much got into it during COVID for that mm-hmm. same reason of not being able to do things like play shows or go to events where I would normally connect with people. Um, uh, but I just want to throw out that the first thing that I, I, I was, I'm still learning how to like watch the game, play it and also watch people in the chat and talk to them. So I'm playing and then I hear my friend, Rob, I think it was, I'm trying to remember. When you watched, it was when, it wasn't with Dylan and Isaiah streaming with me, right?
1: No, it, it was about, with
0: them. Oh, it was with them. Okay, because yeah. I did it on like two nights in a row, which I usually don't do. So it was then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so we, played, we played Apex Pack Bingo, which must have been so confusing for you to jump in on because yeah. it wasn't even the game. It was a game we made up about opening packs of items in the game. <laughs> so it was which, very meta to just I, jump uh, in on. <laughs> I didn't
1: understand the triangle spider.
0: Yes, and I love that. That that we've, We just started calling it the triangle spider now, thanks to <laughs> you. But that right there is you hit on exactly what makes Twitch special. It is that you randomly commented on us making up a game you involving these robotic uh, packs of items that are like these metal pyramids, triangles basically, that walk around and like scuttle off after they reveal your prizes that you earn in the game. And you call a triangle spider, pretty soon we're all calling it a triangle spider, <laughs> It's like a community thing, right? It's yeah. what, that's, that's what makes it special. And, and I will admit, when Twitch became popular and streaming became popular, even before Twitch, there were other platforms that were popular. I was against it for the very reason of what you said, which is that initially, which is that why am I going to waste time when I could be playing the game? Yeah. Watching someone play the game. And I don't even know if I should spend as much time playing the game. So it was like three levels. It's like, I could be out doing something in real life or I could be playing a game about doing something or I could be watching someone play a game doing something. Yeah. About doing something. But what it boils down to is exactly, you you, you summed it up perfectly. Yeah. It's about, it's not about what you're doing really at the end of the day. It's about the people who are talking to you, talking about it, connecting basically.
1: Yeah. Because um, first thoughts and Sorry for people to do this. I, was, I thought it was like DoorDash where people get McDonald's from DoorDash where it's like, you're that lazy you can't get a
0: McDonald's <laughs> yeah. burger. You can't sit on your butt yourself and play a video <laughs> game. You have to sit on your butt and not hold a controller. I totally had all the same thoughts when I started watching uh, or hearing about Twitch, not even watching it. I was like, I'm never going to watch that. And I'll be honest. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't sit and watch Twitch all day myself. I hardly ever watch Twitch I'll, if I do watch a streamer, because I have certain streamers that I like, because again, it's those things, either I, there's someone I know, and so I to get a chance to basically hang out with them, especially during this pandemic where we can't hang out with in person as much, and it's mm-hmm. harder, especially in the winter during the pandemic. So that's part of it, or I am fans of them, and I get to actually ask them questions in the chat, and they'll see my question and answer them, and that's so cool. Yeah, I can that be is that really close cool. to like my favorite voice actor. There's a, there's a guy who's about like the, uh, one really cool thing that got, that excites me about Apex legends is in the game. There's like all these characters, right? Mm-hmm. And the characters have voice actors. Some of them are famous voice actors, like Car- Roger Craig Smith. He's the voice actor for Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and he also plays a character in Apex legends, or you have, um, uh, what's her face? Um, I'm blanking on the voice actor's name. Uh, Chantelle Van Santen, who's in uh, Flash. Um, She plays, um, trying to remember who she plays. Well, I know who she plays, but her real name is Patty Spivitt. That's the character. So, you know who I'm talking about in the Flash? I can't look
1: it up. Um, Oh, she's in the Metahuman Task Force. I know. I know you're talking. Oh, well, that's funny. She's in the show The Boys now.
0: Oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, I got to watch. I still got to watch the boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, um,
1: She's like an episode of the first season. She's mostly in the second season.
0: Ah, nice. Um, well, that's exciting. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I was just going to say that like she's she's a voice actor. Basically, there a lot of them are really cool people. And there's one actor who's the voice actor for the robot character in Apex Pathfinder. Um, and oh, the he- weird eye thing yeah yeah so there's that guy um he has a a stream where it's like a podcast a live podcast basically where he interviews people on stream and the chat can ask them questions like the famous people he has on he'll have all the other voice actors for apex he has famous voice actors like i mean like super famous awesome. voice actors like um Rob Paulson, who plays, like, everybody. Yeah, oh, I love from that guy. Yeah. stuff.
1: They have a song where he can name all the... Um... Oh, yes. And he
0: sings it from memory yeah. all the time. He knows it's it all amazing. still. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> I think...
1: Yeah. Um, actually, I don't know. I was thinking, was he at a convention I went to? But I, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I would yeah, like he, to meet he, him. That'd yeah. be cool. He,
0: yeah, and he had Bob Bergen on, who plays, like, Porky Pig and all the Warner Bros. characters. So he has all these people on. And at this point there are, I think, five of the voice actors in Apex also stream Apex and talk to fans on Twitch. That's so awesome. Like, that, it's another that's, thing. Yeah, it's almost like a con. And they have Twitch cons, by the way, which you might like, where famous actors do live streams and they answer questions. You know, just like they had the online cons this year because of COVID. Mm-hmm. They'll have those on Twitch where anybody can just, for free, watch all the v- famous cool. voice actors and ask questions. Anyway, I was just thought you would like that, but go on. Uh,
1: another thing I realized, it's kind of like Twitter in a way, but mm-hmm. with less a lot less trolls because I'm pretty sure you can block them or they you know they
0: they You can block people on a stream, yeah. yeah. And you have and... usually they have mods who will be like if this person's causing trouble, you can remove them basically. Yeah.
1: And I always uh, I'm not on Twitter a lot, but I I try to do the opposite of like, you know, being a troll. And I try to like to say how much of a fan of someone and 90% of the time I don't get a response, but there's always that 1% where uh, they do respond back. And this one's kind of nicer because most of the time they do respond. If you do ask him a question.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I, I I think it's cool that you connected with that part of it. And I think the cool, I even said that to you, Uh, when we were talking about it, um, like that, you know, yes, it's primarily video games. That's, what's most popular because that's kind of just what started the whole thing.
1: Yeah. But yes,
0: they, they also have channels that are in the category of called, called just chatting, which is people just talking with either fans or just if they're not famous outside of Twitch, then just talking with their community
1: that's yeah that's really cool and like um i have to say even though i'm not a big gamer video games are the future
0: <laughs> i mean it's like the present yeah <laughs>
1: unfortunately i i think it's a scary concept but i think ready player one is becoming more realistic every single day
0: yeah i mean we have a vr headset in our house did you know that
1: yeah i, I actually want to try to see if i can get oculus
0: yeah that might be something I, even though i know that you <laughs> we talked about you not playing getting video games and not playing them as much. But then again, I don't play VR all the time, but when I do, it's a very cool, immersive experience.
1: I heard watching movies on that's incredible.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I, I haven't done too much of that, but I've done a little bit or even watched like cinematic YouTube videos with VR, like where you can, it's like really high, as high resolution as I can get and watching like really exciting stuff. Like it feels like you're there. And they also (laughs) have some that are like, uh, that are like VR and 3D where they will have like um, they, they don't they, they haven't gotten to the point yet I don't think they might they haven't gotten to the point yet where they've had like home I think the future is like Reddit player one whole movies transferred into VR in 3D where you can like move around and see everything in 3D. But they That'd be do freaky. but they do it with they'll have scenes that with actors where they'll do a scene like it's as if it's for a movie and they make it they make it just for vr and it feels like the person's right in front of your face because you're you can see them in stereoscopic 3d it's crazy yeah. uh, my uh, mind was kind of blown watching yeah. that stuff
1: it's, i'm just fearing it's a future black mirror episode where <laughs> uh, we are
0: all about to be in a black mirror episode i i agree yeah. <laughs> we're, we're due for it yeah you're right Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm glad you had a positive experience. I also think it's, it's true that if you don't know the game or, or the person, it takes a lot more to get into it because, Mm -hmm. and that's why it's like, it's cool that you found Paige and then you found someone you already had a connection to. I mean, not that you don't have a connection to me, but, (laughs) but you didn't have a connection to the game. Whereas you had a connection to Paige and like her history in, in wrestling and just her as a figure. So then you were like, Oh, I get it. This is her talking to fans and anyone can type in the chat, you know,
1: it does make me kind of want to play more games. Like on the (laughs) switch, I think I only, this is the only game I have is smash bros on the switch. I don't, I don't have any other games. (laughs) And
0: I will say the thing about that is I feel like that is a fun game, mostly to play with other people and so you might find some games that uh, we will have to talk about it more but you might find some games that might be more your speed some that might even be i'm not saying they're like mobile style games but you might find games that have more of the vibe of whatever kind of games you play on mobile if it's like puzzle games or i don't yeah. know what do you yeah you could find those on it's, switch that are like, are like puzzle really fun
1: games or something like that like mm-hmm. i don't know i think the will <sighs> It's been so long. I think the last game I really got into other than a wrestling game was like Bioshock or
0: something like that. I mean, that's a very famous, good game. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, I, I, overall, any other thoughts on Twitch? I mean, I think you I think you had about as much to say as I did about uh, Sons of Anarchy, but you yeah. just said it a little more I succinctly.
1: It's, it's, I think I honestly – well, it's because – like it's a little kind of hard talking about both things because you just watched a pilot, unfortunately maybe spoiled you something bad for yourself. (laughs) And I just watched a little bit of something that's a big streaming service. So there's more to talk about, but it's it's like so much to do. So little time, you know, (laughs)
0: Sure, but the cool thing is, I think that overall, like we had, um, but we both were, the whole point of the podcast is we were both exposed to something that we wouldn't have otherwise been exposed to, and we got something out of it, and that's that's a cool thing. I I think though I am excited for us to both try something we've never tried, and that's what we're yeah. going to potentially do next week.
1: Yeah, I was. This ta- doesn't have to be um, like. Actually, I think it might be easier because I think you've uh, you're more cultured in different types of foods than I am. Actually, is there a certain food you haven't tried yet? Because I think that's a good idea. Maybe for our next one is try a food we've never tried before.
0: Well, there are a lot of foods that I haven't tried, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. The funny thing is, the only thing that pops out of my head is because it's almost like a meme of a food that people try for the first time is durian. Have you ever heard of durian? Never heard of it. It's a fruit. Uh, Basically, uh, durian, the taste of durian, from what I understand, is like a really unique flavor. It's this weird combo of savory, sweet, creamy all at once. And it's... uh, People have described it as like chives mixed with powdered sugar or diced garlic and caramel poured into whipped cream. (laughs) So apparently, it's a very strange fruit. And it smells horrible. So anyway, that's like a very common thing for people to try. But it almost... One, I don't know where we'd get it. And secondly i think that's almost like because so many people have tried it it's i still would like to try it someday but it's almost not too original just because i've on youtube there's a ton of videos of people watching it for the first time basically yeah but at the same time um i would like to uh definitely uh check out some kind of food so we'll have to you know we'll have to figure it out yeah and
1: Uh, i do like the fact that uh I want I and I kind of wanted to surprise each other. I think we should if we can secretly try to order the other person's food without us knowing about it until I we think, get the plate.
0: I think that would be fun. And so we'll have to we'll have to, you know, see if that's possible. Yeah, we
1: could well we could do that. We just have to like hopefully the waiter or the waitress is like nice <laughs> and willing to play game with us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And if not, at least we'll both be trying something that we know the other person hasn't. Yeah. Or, or, but but like, this
1: is not, this is like fear factor. I'm not, I'm not going to make something <laughs> I know you're going to eat.
0: I appreciate that. Likewise.
1: Yeah. The one, yeah, I, I like most foods. I just, the one. I'm not a big fish person.
0: Mm, I'll keep that in mind because yeah. I wasn't thinking fish, even though I do love fish, I wasn't thinking of that as a unique thing. So um, yeah,
1: I'm just saying like, it might be, even though it might be a, culture dish but if it's fish i'm not i don't know we'll see
0: <laughs> okay well um we will just uh have to see next week because this podcast is still new we're figuring it out but i think the more we branch out and the more we do unique different stuff the better so yeah, this is, uh,
1: this is like a really <laughs> joyful podcast. Most because um, this type of stuff is getting me out of my comfort zone. So I like that a lot too.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fun to talk about and, and, you know, experience stuff that you know you already love. But there's something I think joyful is a great word. And it's definitely been putting a spring in my step lately. Yeah, there's something just fun and exciting about trying something new. And getting out of your comfort zone can be when you don't want it it can be like a not fun thing but kind of learn uh, i think through this podcast like a really great byproduct will be learning to kind of reach for new experiences more excitedly yeah um, just by doing it by getting like, used uh, to it
1: random road trip <laughs>
0: <laughs> eventually i feel like we're building up to that which i'm very excited for yeah one day yeah all right uh, well
1: We'll, we'll, we'll go to uh, Stephen King's birthplace. Okay,
0: <laughs> that's, that's the next. In Maine, one. somewhere in Maine. I don't know. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and
1: we'll tie a balloon on a on a gutter drain.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that, bro. No,
1: I was kidding. That
0: sounds a bit dicey.
1: <laughs> it's um, that's actually something I thought about doing when Halloween, <laughs> because there is a sewer drain. It's oh, just tying man. a red balloon on the end of that to drain. Oh God! <laughs>
0: Amazing. Uh, it's frightening. Well Nick do you have any...
1: the, that would scare the out of me. Like actually, listeners, this is a true story. Oh my god, I, I yes. just I just want to share it. It's fun. <laughs> uh, we were uh, I believe we we're watching the very first it movie, the the newer one, uh with Bill Sarsgaard. And um yeah, we watched it at your house and it was late. <laughs> and I, I I kid you not. This is a classic story. Yeah. It's like midnight. Kid you not, pitch black out there. I'm on the highway. I'm driving. There's a bunch of balloons in the middle of the world. I swerve and almost crash my car because it scared the crap out of me. If there was another car on the road, I would have definitely crashed into
0: it. Oh man, I, that story never gets old for me because the first time you told it, you were so shaken. Yeah, you I were like, I
1: called you like, it was like Five it was like five minutes after I left your house I was, ah, ah, because I thought. <sighs> They weren't red. If they were all red, that would really freak me you out. You would have had an
0: actual heart attack at
1: that I point. think I would. I think I would. But there were different color balloons, and some were popped. Obviously, because it was a Saturday night. I'm, I'm assuming someone's party accidentally got out of the car or some, something like that. I'm assuming so. But it just scared the crap out of me seeing it and seeing those balloons.
0: Combination of everything we talked about uh, and I, I am going to have to uh, get going because it's getting later. So yeah, we'll probably sincere. end on this, but here's my ender. The combination of everything we talked about has led me to think, you know, what would be horrifying that, that? I, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, but I also kind of want to experience, even though it would horrify me. Cause one of the scariest things is horror VR uh, experiences because <laughs> they do exist and they are insanely terrifying. Uh, what I would not want to wish on my worst enemy would be uh, a <laughs> a VR experience of the movie Us, where you're oh. standing in a house and then in walks a bunch of people who look like you and the, and your family and the music, the five on it music plays. I got bo- five. Bon- on. Bo- yeah. And then I would die. Did um, I and they come at you with the scissors?
1: Oh, (laughs) yeah, real fast. Um, (laughs) did you happen to catch the Super Bowl at all? Probably not.
0: Not most years, I watch because pre-COVID, most years I watch with a group of friends or extended family. Everyone gets together and I care about football for one day a year. This year, (laughs) didn't give a shit, didn't even. Watch a second of it. Didn't even watch the commercials. Oh,
1: because um, the reason <laughs> I bring it up is because uh, the weekend was the uh, halftime show, yeah. and I oh yeah, I, I heard that. I kid you not, uh, they had a bunch of people with a mask on, wearing these red shirts that looked like the scene from Us.
0: Ah, <laughs> it was kind of creepy. Imagine if he just did a cover of Five on it right there. I would oh, love oh, to hear this version too. Yeah. That would be horrifying.
1: His, i think i wouldn't be
0: scared of his version because it would, it would sound smooth true true but if those strings though i just get horrified anytime those strings come on
1: i know I'm that's like a, yeah that's a that's a very <laughs> tense thing. they made that rap song very uneasy <laughs>
0: yes yes uneasy
1: like sunday
0: morning uh all right so we'll wrap on this but i'm very excited for next week time to go into the culinary world and experience something brand new and we'll find out what that is next week thanks nick this was fun
1: this was fun
0: all right thank you for listening to tba if you have a new experience you'd like us to try our email is trying basically anything at gmail.com or you can tweet us at TVA suggestions.